Hi friends, you're listening to How to Go Vegan. My name's Trish Roberts. The movement for animal rights is perhaps one of the most misunderstood social phenomena of the 21st century. Despite the sincere efforts of an increasing number of individuals willing to speak up on behalf of the animals who suffer at the hands of humans, our cause continues to be misconstrued, misrepresented and maligned. Admittedly, the blame for this lies partially with the movement itself, or at least with certain organizations and individuals perceived to be at the helm, who seem to create their own PR nightmares, or to be so off course that one sometimes wonders if they could actually be working for the other side. This may come as a surprise to some, but for those of us who view animal rights as the most pressing social justice issue of our time, the antics of the large animal organizations are often as embarrassing as they are hurtful to the animals they support, they purport to serve. Sadly, these groups have a monopoly on not only the available funding, but subsequently, to a large degree, the hearts and minds of those watching and listening, making it painfully obvious why the animal rights movement has gained such a poor reputation. Meanwhile, in 2012, while many of our society's advances progress even more rapidly, our behavior towards animals is more objectionable than ever. Despite the emergence and growth of an entire industry devoted to providing excellent alternatives to virtually everything we obtain from animal exploitation, the number of animals enslaved and killed every year is greater than at any time in history. Even to those of us who are deeply involved with animal rights and vegan education, a brief look at the math veritably boggles the mind. Every year around the world for no reason other than providing food alone, food which is not only inappropriate for human physiology, but actually contributes significantly to many of the most significant global health crises, approximately one trillion non-human animals, land and aquatic, are intentionally bred, raised and killed. This entirely unnatural population of living beings not only causes our planet to strain under the weight of so many individuals, each requiring food, water and land that could otherwise be used much more efficiently, but also produces so much pollution and waste that the planet simply cannot recycle it fast enough. The number of one trillion land and aquatic animals does not include those who are killed for other reasons, such as clothing, experimentation or, quote, sport, end quote. In the U.S. alone, we kill 10 billion land animals for food each year, far more than the entire current human population. At this rate of killing, the number is greater in a few days than the deaths we've inflicted on humans in all wars and all genocides in recorded human history, approximately 619 million. Even if every non-vegan cut their current animal product consumption by 90%, it would take us only about 41 days to kill as many sentient non-humans as we've killed humans in recorded history. It is hard to find accurate figures with regard to the number of fishes and other aquatic animals were killed by humans every year. However, a conservative estimate would be likely to be around 
one hundred billion, but some others say one trillion, and some even say three trillion. How did we come to this? It's obvious that the situation has been made much worse by the disastrous combination of continually increasing human population growth, technological advancements, industry capacity, and economic demand during the 20th century and continuing into the 21st. However, all this is occurring on top of a deep social and cultural prejudice against sentient non-human beings. That is exacerbated by the fact that we humans are frighteningly indulgent of our destructive habits, willing to persistently put our frivolous desires above the indisputable needs and rights of those we oppress. To animal advocates faced with the harsh reality of this situation, it is abundantly clear that we have an enormous amount of work to do in order to shift society's current paradigm from one of unimaginable and extreme violence. To one of relatively peaceful sanity, shifting away from the common belief that other animals are renewable resources, objects, insentient quote things end quote, and economic commodities fit to be owned as property, will lead to a new perception that recognizes other animals as the conscious, feeling, innocent individuals they are. Following is a collection of articles written for those who are interested in understanding. What this movement for animal rights is all about, as well as for those who are trying to figure out how to most effectively inform public opinion, we hope that these will offer some inspiration and clarity, so that together we will be able to elevate the collective consciousness, bringing about a paradigm that will one day grant animals freedom from persecution and slaughter, and this is a freedom one surely cannot deny they deserve. And the collection of articles that UVE Archives is talking about here, I've already done a few podcast episodes on. One is the importance of being vegan. Another one is legal slavery in the 21st century. Another one is animal cruelty. Who is to blame? And making a killing with animal welfare reform, as well as are anti-cruelty campaigns really effective? There's also a few others that they've mentioned here. Which I will provide links to. So thanks to UVE Archives for the kind permission to use these essays, and please read my full disclaimer about external sites, groups, organizations, individuals, etc. Thanks for listening. Till next time. Bye for now.